0: The election is over and some of us say, thank goodness that's finished. Uh, we've been bombarded for weeks. Thank goodness we don't have the same kind of system as the states though, I always say. So we've been bombarded for weeks about all the things the different parties or independents promised to do or f- fix up what others have done and make Australia a wonderful place to live. But the question is, Can the government make such good laws that we will all be happy and contented? Okay. There is a quote by T.S. Eliot that says, Why should men love the church? Why should they love her laws? She tells them of life and death and all that they would forget. She is tender." where they would be hard, and hard where they like to be soft. She tells them of evil and sin and other unpleasant facts. They constantly try to escape from the darkness outside and within by dreaming of systems so perfect that no one will need to be good. But the man that is will shadow the man that pretends to be think that this applies to our parliamentarians and their advisors? Do you think there are people who dream of systems so perfect that no one will need to be good? So how do human governments operate? Not that we necessarily like looking at these people, especially when they are abusing each other, but individual parliamentarians or parties bring a bill before parliament It is discussed, then it's voted on, and if one party has the majority, they get their policies passed. However, now it has to be done to get the general population to accept and implement these laws. Law enforcement agencies. Now I'm an accountant so that's why I put the ATO up there as well. And what is most people's response to this? What can I get away with? Is there a loophole that I can use to my advantage? told her I was an accountant. But it doesn't often change people's underlying beliefs and values. And is this how God runs his universe? You might say the traditional belief is that he has put in place rules and if you violate his rules, he will have to punish you. If not now, then at the end of the world, and he will have to torture you in hell forever. Or, as our church teaches, may not be eternally burning hell, but just torture you until you die. Two weeks ago, there was a question in the adult Sabbath school lesson book. Some people argue against the idea that God will punish the lost. I feel like I'm making movements that are making very loud noises. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Saying that this act would be against God's love. How do we, as those who believe that, yes, God will punish the lost, respond to the argument that he doesn't? And what does this tell us? That our church teaches that God has to punish the wicked? Let's do some investigating and see whether we can agree with this teaching. As Paul says in Romans 14.5, each of us must be fully convinced in our own minds. What did Jesus say about his kingdom? On trial before Pilate, he said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight. John eighteen thirty six. We're trying something different? I just want to put this on. Oh okay, thank you. make a noise. Sorry, Brown. Mm-hmm. Sorry, back on again yeah thanks Gary Um, okay his kingdom does not operate like the kingdoms and governments of this world in biblical prophecies earthly kingdoms are depicted as ferocious beasts but Jesus is represented as a lamb earthly governments operate by top-down control and we have definitely experienced that over the past few years haven't we Earthly justice is making sure perpetrators of what are considered crimes committed against the law of the land are brought to justice. They must suffer punishment. As George W. Bush told the joint session of Congress after 9-11, whether we bring our enemies to justice or bring justice to our enemies, justice will be done. And we all knew what he meant by that don't we, that they were going to hunt down and kill those responsible for those, I mean, they were horrible, heinous crimes. But Jesus' kingdom, as Cameron shared last week, works on different principles. In John 13, 3 to 5, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God, but what did he do? He got up and he washed 12 pairs of dirty, I'm sure they were very dirty feet. Yes, even Judas's. And how do you see God's law? Pretty important question for us all to to think about and to answer. Is God a designer or a dictator? Are his laws the protocols upon which life is built, such as the laws of health? the laws of physics, the laws of thermodynamics and the law of love and the list really could go on. Or is he a dictator whose rules are imposed so as to control our behaviour? We'll go to some more more Bible verses. There's a lot on that page but we'll, we'll go through them. So the Bible defines God's law as the law of love. And even in the Old Testament, in Deuteronomy eleven thirteen, Moses said, So if you faithfully obey the commands I am giving you today to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, and if you read that chapter in Deuteronomy 11, um, it's a whole list of all the, the blessings that would come back to the, the children of Israel. And that wasn't just because they were following God and you know, his arbitrary Rules that he was setting out for them, but because that's how the world has been designed by God, so that if you did, you know, those things that he was setting out, then the earth itself would would bless them and um, you know come back to them in blessings. And Romans thirteen ten says, "Love does no harm to its neighbour; therefore, love is the fulfilment of the law." Galatians five fourteen. The entire law is summed up in a single command, love your neighbour as yourself. And James 2.8, if you really keep the royal law found in scripture, love your neighbour as yourself, you are doing right. And in Matthew 22.37-40, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbour as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. It is based on other-centred love, just as the whole of nature works on the principle of other-centred giving. We are free to live contrary to this principle, and instead of sharing our carbon dioxide with nature... We could tie a plastic bag around our heads and hoard our carbon dioxide, but what is the end result of that? Death. That's right. And you see it so much. You think about, apart from what has been damaged by sin in nature, you think about all the different cycles in nature. You know, water, obviously oxygen. I'm not a scientist, so I won't try and... I'm going to do many others but you just think about so many and and thank you to Heather for sharing this morning of um you know ones that have even just developed in that that little bird with um the people in Africa. And God is love and his law is love. His universe is built to operate in harmony with his nature of love. Romans one twenty says God's divine nature is seen in what he has made. Deviation from God's design makes you a transgressor of the law, not just not following some arbitrary rule that's been put in, but when you actually go against the actual design of, um, that God has put in place. This is what results in death, because deviation from God's design is incompatible with life. Jesus gave himself to heal and surrendered self in love to save. So in 1 John 3.16, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And then again in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. The church, in the first century after Jesus returned to heaven, practiced the law of love and gave to support one another and the community. You see that in Acts. They refused to go to war against Rome, but gave their lives as martyrs. But something changed in Christianity and how they understood God's law and therefore how they understood God and how did this happen Constantine was converted and Christianity accepted imperial Rome's idea of law and he was a true caesar very dictatorial and when he became a christian he accepted the bishops teachings and then backed it with legal sanctions enforcing people And that goes against God's law. You can't coerce and force people to believe something. They have to believe it for themselves. As Daniel prophesied in Daniel 7.25, a power would arise who would think to change God's law. Or as the NIV says, it would try to change God's law. But what church committee ever voted to change the law of gravity or respiration? Why not? because they can't. So if a committee did vote or try to change God's law in any way, what would that mean? That they no longer saw God as the designer, but as a dictator. And God's law is no longer understood as the law of love, the law of life, the protocols on which God created the universe. It was seen as imposed rules that require the governing body to punish least rebellion ensue. I'm a bit of a um, Tudors fan and around that era there's also the Spanish Inquisition going on and that's just a prime example of that, um, that punishment in the name of, of God that was going on at that time. And if you believe in and worship a God like this, you'll become like that God in your behaviour, particularly in your behaviour to those under your jurisdiction if you if you have you know some some power over people so worship a god of love though and you become more loving worship an authoritarian dictator and you become more abusive and studies have shown that domestic violence in christian homes is the same as non-christian homes and this this is very you know very sad and very sobering but what does it indicate it indicates that the kind of god people are believing in they're worshipping a loving God or a God who is sternful and vengeful dictator. Mm, God made out of stone, yeah, potentially. Science is also learning um, amazing things about the brain and the brain is in a constant state of flux, remodelling based on the activity upon which you engage. The neurocircuits you fire will grow stronger but the neurocircuits you are no longer firing will be pruned and deleted over time. I won't go into the science, because as I said, I'm not a scientist, but it is quite incredible how it all happens. It's like learning a new language, but then you don't use it for 20 years, as an example. Then you wouldn't be able to speak it anymore. It's not like riding a bike, that one. And if you don't use it, you will lose it. This is how bad habits can be got rid of and how painful memories can be lost but sadly, good ones as well. If you don't use the circuit, the circuit will be structurally changed, but if we use it repetitively, it continues to grow stronger. Interesting experiments have also shown that our imagination fires the same circuits as when you're performing the actual behaviour. I found this one interesting. So if you're playing a piece of music or playing it in your imagination, the same circuits are being fired in the brain. But therefore, like if you if you lock up a pedophilia in prison where they cannot behaviourally act out their dysfunctional behaviour, we cannot control what they are imagining in prison. And if they spend twenty years in prison imagining their deviant behaviour and they come out the same or potentially even worse as when they went in. And this is what Jesus knew when he said, You say when you commit adultery sorry, you say when you commit adultery, you sin. I say, if you look at a woman with lust in your heart, you've already committed adultery. You see, it's actually deeper than the behaviour. It's what's going on in the mind and heart. And so when we stop firing the unhealthy circuits, they will be pruned. If we fire the healthy circuits, they will grow stronger. And every thought must be brought captive into Jesus Christ the brain will change structurally, it will actually rewire, but only if we change the circuits we are firing. If we have beliefs that fire fear circuits, they will grow stronger, resulting in inflammatory cascades with greater risk of mental health problems such as depression and dementia, relationship conflicts, abuse and physical health problems. But if we teach God's love and help people overcome the lies they have grown up with, healing will occur and people will find peace and love. Satan knows and understands all that we are sharing and he is doing his utmost to keep our minds occupied with all kinds of subjects and lies to keep us away from God, from the true God who doesn't require appeasement and doesn't punish and he's been very successful right through the dark ages, right up till now. Well, let's see what the, the Bible says. It says the wages of sin, or I like to think of it as, because wages in that context is a bit of an, an old term, I like to think of the result of sin is death. In Romans 6.23, or as the Good News translation says, it pay, sin pays its own wage, death. Sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death, from James 1.15. Or the one who sows to please his sinful nature, from that nature will reap destruction, from Galatians 6.8. Why? Why is this? Sin is transgression of the law, and the law is the protocol on which life is built. When Adam and Eve believed the lies about God, the serpent told them, Straight away, fear and selfishness became part of their psyche. They hid because they were afraid, so that believing those lies about what God was, um, when obviously that's what, not what he was like, and they, they became afraid and they blamed someone else. You know, Eve blamed Adam, Adam, no, sorry, Adam blamed Eve. <laughs> Eve blamed the serpent. This change has been passed down to their descendants us, make it impossible for us to save ourselves and we need the remedy that only Jesus can give us. It's like if a HIV positive man and a HIV positive woman got together and they had a baby and, and the poor baby was also HIV positive. Well, what did the baby do wrong? Nothing. But the baby now has a condition that needs a remedy and without treatment it will have symptoms which will ultimately result in Death. The baby grows up and can now understand their their situation, their circumstance, and they are offered a free remedy but won't take it. While they are not condemned for having the condition, they are condemned for refusing the remedy and they will die. Not from the doctor who offered them the remedy. They will die from the unhealed condition. And that's how reality works. We can't get away with sin there aren't loopholes that we can find for some arbitrary law. Sin hates from God's design and it damages us. And without God's or Jesus' remedy, we will die the second death. So let's choose every day to spend time getting to know and trust our awesome God so that the Holy Spirit can write his law of love on our hearts and minds and we will be healed back to God's original design and have peace and true happiness. I just ask that you bow your heads and we'll have prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the incredible message of your love for us, and thank you that you sent Jesus down to earth to show us how much you loved us. And unfortunately, the devil has always been there, in, right from the Garden of Eden and even then after Jesus came and twisting your love and what you were really like. And unfortunately, so many of us have believed those lies, but we thank you that um, that you know that um, it's from the devil and you are always wanting us to come back to you no matter how much we've believed those lies in the past and we ask that um, you help us to see through those lies and to really understand how much um, a God of love you are and um, how you've created this world and this universe to operate And that you want us to just come back to to you and for us to be healed. And that's really the only way that we can be. And we need your help and, um, and the example of Jesus to do that. But we thank you for those gifts in Jesus' name. Amen.